Welcome to Real Estate Milestones, where we explore fascinating topics in commercial real estate with knowledgeable industry experts. I'm your host, Ben Malik, and I'm a young real estate professional who is passionate about adding value to people's lives through the incredible power of real estate. My goal is to help you discover what the heck is going on in the industry and how you can get involved. This is Real Estate Milestones, where your future in real estate lies just around the corner. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to Real Estate Milestones. Today, we have Adam Carswell, who is the founder of the Dream Chasers platform, and really excited for this podcast because, as many of you know, Adam is the one of the inspirations and enablers of me starting my podcast. So it's really great to have for the 40th episode us circling back and talking about our journeys in podcasting. And um, yeah, it's gonna be a good episode. Adam, thanks for coming on. Ben, <clears throat> Ben, you are the man, and I'm honored to be here. I appreciate it. So, in real estate milestones fashion, I'd like to start with asking you what's your first milestone in real estate. My first milestone in real estate, I think I would point to it being an investment that I made in myself. Um, between 2017, 2018, I met, met a guy named Hunter Thompson. If you guys aren't familiar with Hunter, he's the author of Raising Capital for Real Estate. I saw him on a podcast, reached out. He said, hey, I'm working on this course. Um, and this is when he was first stepping into the world of education. He's like, would you like to be one of the first people to go through it? Um, you know, we'll do it at a at a discounted rate since one, you're one of the first five. I said, yes, absolutely. Cause I was like, I want to be like this guy. And so um, that was the first time I ever paid out of my own pocket for education, especially outside of the traditional educational sector. And you know, what was probably two grand or 2,500 has paid off hundred X, maybe thousand X now, when you look back, when I look back on it. So the epiphany of investing in yourself to get to the next level that I, I would say was my first real estate milestone. And maybe that's even bigger than real estate, right? That's kind of just life in general. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. The investment in yourself has an infinite potential for return, you know, because the skills you gain are the things that you use to create return. And also, you know, I just think education is good in its own self. Had I, had I not made that investment, I probably wouldn't know you, right? Yeah, like, yeah. definitely not. Nor, nor if not for Hunter and his educational platforms right um but we'll we'll get into that to that story but first i want to hear the story of how you started your podcast and you know kind of how how that went yeah so i don't don't mean for it to be um, a hype show for for hunter but you got to give where credit uh where credit is due and i started dream chasers in 2017 not even realizing that i started a podcast i actually just had a really good friend of mine release um, his first EP in the electronic music realm, which happens to be my favorite genre. And I was like, wow, I had no idea that my friend was this good. I was bumping his like EP nonstop. And I'm like, the world needs to know about this. And I was familiar with like YouTube and stuff at this point. I said, I'm going to interview him, put it up online. If you go look up Dream Chasers episode one, I think you can only find it on YouTube actually. And it's 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 funny like how janky that interview was compared to where the show's at <laughs> now. Um, but that was it. And then I did like, maybe an interview per month for the next few months. And and once I finished that course that I was taking with Hunter, um, we had a few one-on-one -on -one calls and he was like, basically he was like, dude, you have, you have a podcast. Um, you should be releasing an episode per week. Like right now is basically what he said. Like get going right now, start releasing an episode per week. And that was, you know, probably February, 2018. And we, we have not missed a week since I think we we might've missed like a couple in there. I remember I did take a hiatus at one point. 
Um, but we've been going nonstop ever since then. And some of the best advice I ever got. And that's, that's kind of how dream chasers, the, the fire first sparked. Awesome. Well, that's a somewhat of a similar story to mine, but um, I guess now's a good time to say it. So um, for anyone who hasn't heard the story before on the podcast, the way this all started was um, I was interested in learning about real estate as, as one may assume. <laughs> and um, so I had internships in acquisitions and in sales and kind of learned those parts of the business. But I, I really felt like I had a blank where it came to the capital raising and, and that whole aspect of the industry. So um, Hunter, I guess, had amazing SEO because when I look up capital, real estate raising capital, his book comes up first on Audible. Um, I bought it. I listened to it. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like, this is how you raise capital. What a book. Um, so I reached out to Hunter on, on LinkedIn. First lesson, never be afraid to reach out to people. The worst that could happen is they say no. The second worst that could happen is they say, oh, go talk to Adam Carswell instead. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, no, it was great. He said, uh, should reach out to Adam Carswell. He likes helping out young guys like you. So reach out to Adam and um, Adam and I, chat and we hit, we're hitting it off on our first call um have a lot in common and a lot of similar interests and um i think i was mentioning that i was thinking about starting a podcast but i, I hadn't found my voice like i didn't really know how what how i wanted to go and adam was like you just got to press record so it sounds similar to how hunter inspired you to start um so that's how it started i started pressing record and um you know just would you know, I guess if you could go back to my first episode, you could see it was not quite the quality it is now. Um, try to, I, I did, I am, as much as I like to think that I just took action and, and press record, I definitely had a lot of planning for my first episode, right? I had the whole outline with every question like planned out. I want to make sure there's no errors. Um, and uh, eventually just doing it, it's gotten, gotten a lot better. I, I don't really write down questions before. I just kind of write down topics of things I'm interested in. Um, and wanted to learn about the person, but that's kind of how it started. And um, now it's 40 episodes later, uh, had a long fun collaboration on the dream chasers platform with Adam. And, um, and yeah, it's the, we're gonna see where it's going to go from here. You've, you've come a, a long way in a short amount of time. And I think for podcasting or, or, or really just anything, when it comes to putting your mind to something, you gotta be, you gotta be willing to be, bad long enough in order to become good and i think most people will uh not see immediate success returns or results and just quit and you know it's a game of repetition and you get better with each rep so to validate what you're saying you have come a very long way in these first 40 episodes and on top of that what i've observed for you ben is um your network has grown sufficiently and you can now walk up to people that may maybe wouldn't have given you the time of the time of day in the past. Now at what, like 22 years old, you can pretty much talk to anyone that you want to talk to if you really want to, because of the platform you've created for yourself. So there you go, guys, even if quote unquote, no one's watching, or you feel like no one's watching, you can still shortcut your way into some pretty legitimate circles. If you have a podcast. And thankfully for Ben, there are people watching and listening. So it's, it's a win-win. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. And, and it's true. It's, um, you know, people who are really busy and don't have, don't have plenty of like a ton of time to talk to 21 year olds. Um, you know, they don't even have the time to ask how many people listen to your podcast. There's like, Oh, a podcast that fits into my model. Most people will not ask, out. right? Yeah. No one's ever yeah. asked. Um, what mm -hmm. on, on the show with, uh, with Ellis Hammond, he said, I should have asked, but I didn't have time. <laughs> and so now we had the podcast episode, which is, was a fun episode. 
but um but yeah it's it's so true and another thing to your point was um you know some people are like focused so much on quality that they you know like oh this we have to make this perfect like how do we you know we have to plan every single thing out and in a way like quantity is the quality because the more you practice the more you get better and the more the more you pump out the you know the more chances you have for the the best thing to come out and then also just like um yeah i mean it's just so much you know people who want to go down the rabbit hole and and listen to everything you have has have many places to learn from people you find interesting and um so i thought that that was a well, I look at I'll point. even look at a fellow fellow podcaster Joe Rogan as an example who puts out like three hour episodes consistently. I've pro- I mean, out of all the content that that dude has put out, I've probably listened to less than one percent of it, and that's like way more than enough than I need to be like, okay, I really like this show. So it just it goes to show you don't you don't have to like limit your output either. If you're capable of doing more and you're capable of creating more, then personally i'd say just do it just crank it out baby yeah yeah no i agree so i one of the things i admire about you and i think that um you know sticks out to me most strongly in everything you do is your incredible power of communication and you know conveying your your thoughts well but also just um you know connecting with people and i kind of want to just talk about you know what you think it means to be a good communicator and kind of your your approach to that I always like to start by saying um, my wife will probably shake her head if she ever listens to this interview, but like (laughs) being a good listener, hands down is always the best place to begin. If you want to get better at communication, I think that um, there's a few different angles you can go here, but leveraging yourself and figuring out, okay, what, what is the one skill set? What is the one thing that I have that maybe somebody else could want if you're younger maybe you don't have the skill set, but you, you have the time, you have the, the time right there. Like you have time. And I think there's some kind of triangle or graph that I've seen before. It's like you have time, you have money, or you have a little bit of both. And it's kind of like the time is on the younger age. A little bit of both is in the middle. And then ideally, you know, as you get into your older years, the money is there. Um, maybe you can shortcut that through what we're about to talk about, but you figure out, um, you know, what are you good at? And then you leverage that. Um, you listen to people, what they want, what they need. And um, I'll use a, a live example because I can really only speak to. Uh, oh, and by the way, if, if you're ever um, wanting to help somebody like get to the next level, instead of telling them how to do it, just tell them how you did it. Because if you tell someone how to do something, then sometimes that can be come across the wrong way. So for me, how I did it based on what we're saying right here and how people can leverage communication. Um, I met Hunter and I met another guy named Michael Flight. And got to know them. I listened to their needs. I observed their companies. I tried to figure out, okay, where do they have some shortcomings? And I identified, um, you know, with Hunter, he really hadn't done a whole lot. This is a few years ago, but he really hadn't done a whole lot with Instagram yet, especially with this podcast. And I said, okay, well, I know how to edit videos and I know how to make like clips of the podcast and like upload it. <clears throat> Let me see if he'd be interested in something like that. And I, I want to say, I, pro- I think I took the initiative too. I know I did this with Michael Flight in a similar manner. Michael had a blog that he had written and I basically just recorded it. I read it, recorded it in audio version before even telling him I was going to do it. And I sent it to him and I did something like that similar with Hunter. And this would be definitely my advice to anyone who's trying to get your foot in the door with like someone who's a few le- levels ahead of you or whatever. Um, don't ask, <laughs> just do it, right? Like I recorded Michael's audio blog or blog into audio. I did the thing for Hunter and I sent it to him. I said, hey, um, I noticed you don't have anything like this right now. 
there's more where this came from, you know, <laughs> and uh, it caught both of their attention. And that's where, you know, working with Hunter, a few part-time things started to snowball from there. Similar with Michael, you know, there was a point in the past five years of my life where um, I'd say right now, working closely with Hunter is like right up there. We've we've built a pretty cool mastermind here. I'm wearing my Raise Master shirt right now. Um, but during that growth period, uh, you know, my relationship with Michael Flight and being able to work with him was like what supported me. Right. And it started part time and eventually worked into him, like including me on everything they were doing at Concordia Realty, Liberty Real Estate Fund, uh, Blockchain Real Estate Summit dot com if you want to check it out <laughs> um you know all that it all started with like doing the work first not expecting anything in return and leveraging what i was good at to get to the next level faster and it begins with listening and then communicating that with uh with with those ahead of you mm -hmm. yeah well that's that's pretty powerful i definitely <laughs> did something similar in terms of how it connected with hunter and uh you know you did. it's yeah 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 exactly yeah so that's um if anyone wants to make little TikToks of this video or any video of mine, please do that. That would be pretty <laughs> cool. I'll give you the password to my account too. So, um, yeah. Well, do you have any communication like techniques or like any frameworks that you could break it down in terms of like you know some some easy cool way of remembering like the the things you you think are most important? I'll give you one that I have found to be the most um impactful from a connection perspective and it's it's kind of hidden in plain sight it's funny how <laughs> how this game works um but when it comes to communication and connections and i mean really that's what it comes down to if you help enough people get to where they want to go then you're going to find yourself where you want to be faster than you even realize and that's a like a zig ziglar quote but um one best practice i like to share with folks is the ge geographical connection game it's a good way to, to build up your communication skills um, you might not be able to implement it right away, but as you're, as you begin to pay attention to this, you'll start to notice the results. So whether you're digitally networking, physically networking, however you're going about doing it, podcasting, make a mental, just make a mental note of people telling you either where they have lived or where they lived. It's very, very rare. Even if it's like two completely different sectors, it's very rare. If I introduce two people to each other that are from the same place or have lived in the same place that they don't hit it off. I don't know what it is. It's just something about the human mind, I guess, um, that physical connection. But when you know that you've lived and walked and breathed in the same streets as someone else, it's like it's almost instant buy-in or at least some type of meaningful relationship there. So um, that's the one that I always like to recommend to people to, to put to practice is if you, we'll, we'll even give you an opportunity to do it here now. Ben's in New Orleans. Um, him and I, Ben and I, we used to, I used to live in the Washington DC area where he's from, right? Like I, that's one thing that you and I definitely connected on. Um, yeah, but I'm, sure. I'm from Cleveland, Ben's in New Orleans. We both lived in Washington DC for a while. So if you're listening to this podcast, if you happen to know anyone in New Orleans, DC or Cleveland, go on LinkedIn or whatever and connect me and Ben with your person. Hey, I listened to the podcast. Just want to build this bridge for you based on what you were saying and just put this practice to use right away. And we'll see, you know, the beauty of connecting is you never really know what's going to happen, but I think that's, you know, probably one of my favorite parts of it too. Yeah. That's really, that's really powerful. And I do realize that you do that. Sometimes I just get an email. It's like, Oh, this person was from the same place. I was like, Oh, cool. Like, that's awesome. Like there's so much to talk about instantly. And like, you know, definitely you spend so much of your time in like the place you are, like your environment becomes who you are. Um, I realized that when I went abroad, that it's so much of your 
of your of who you are is really a function of your environment because when i was thrown into another entire different society i was like wow like a lot has a lot is changing about me but the thing that's the same is what's really me but yeah that's like that's a really if good I, point like if i ever met someone who said hey, i'm getting ready to go to like denmark or copenhagen i'd be like okay i know someone who's been there who would who they you know probably want to talk to here's ben yeah yeah that's a it's a really it's a really good one um the one that I've been thinking about a little bit recently is Ford Networking, F-O-R-D. It's um, like friends and family, uh, which is the F. Occupation is the O. Then we got, I guess, what's R? R is recreation and uh, D is dreams. Like those four things, like if you ask a question that relates to those four things, like it will work with everyone because everyone wants to talk about those four things. Um, you just, so. yeah, you, you just reminded me um, that those, those are great, by the way. I would highly endorse keeping those in mind especially if you go to a networking environment and you don't know what to talk about you can't go wrong with the family well i guess you could potentially go wrong with the family yeah. if you want to talk about it, but like it's very rare that you could you could go wrong with family yeah, um, one of those will hit one of them will hit and what i like to to kind of keep in mind when i'm talking to someone who <clears throat> might be a good fit for our mastermind raise masters is uh p g w so what are, what are their pain points? What are they what are they struggling with right now in their life? Uh, G goals. Did you just? I think you might have said goals. Was that one of them? Dreams, but yeah. Dreams. Yeah. So goals like where they want to be in three months, where they want to be in a year, where they want to be in three years. Once oh, and when someone tells you that, like that's you got to pay attention to that because if you can be the one that gets them closer to that, they will not forget you. That's and where then, listening comes into play. <laughs> right. And the last one is is W is why, which I think you kind of briefly talked about there too. Um, <clears throat> but another way for for you to remain memorable in someone's mind, because people don't ask this enough. It's like, what what is your why? I know it sounds kind of cliche, but like what is what is driving you? What's getting you out of bed on a daily basis, aside from you know, maybe making the cash register ring where you know you're making an impact in the circle around you? Um, you ask someone that in a networking event or just even on a podcast or whatever. It's going to hit hard. I mean, I, I personally, I remember times when people have asked me that and it normally catches you off guard, but like, uh, you don't forget it, right? You're like, wow, that person, that means, and when you ask that to someone that to them, that shows that you're also living with intention. Um, so yeah, there you go. Yeah. You walk away from a conversation having said nothing and the person would be like, wow, it's the best conversation I've ever had. <laughs> and yeah if you could honestly if you could always get the other person talking more than you there's nothing wrong with that either yeah um that's a, that's a good point so um what is your vision for the podcast going forward i'm curious to see uh you know you're making some changes you got some cool things going on in your world but yeah i just want to want to hear the, the update in that in that sense well one vision is to see you and aaron in particular uh continue to flourish as podcasters, which it looks like after the meetings and conversations we've had recently, you guys are already off to a great start. I'm happy that um, Dream Chasers has been and will continue to be, you know, in many ways, a part of your journey. Uh, it's like in music when <laughs> it's funny. I really don't, honestly, I used to listen to rap a lot in, in high school and college. So um, I think of uh, who was it? Who was Lil, Lil Wayne was with like Birdman, right? went first whatever young money i think young money records is what lil wayne started with but he was with mm -hmm. someone else and you're in louisiana right now so there you go 
Anyways, I just look at like, you know, they joined a record label, they made a name for themselves, and then they launched their own record label. And I feel like in many ways, that's what you and Aaron have done. And you're getting into that phase now where you guys are launching your own label, you're going to see what direction you go. Um, but and for context, if, if you if you're listening to this channel, if you scroll back far enough, you'll see some of the episodes that Aaron Eiler did recently. He's now graduated, he's doing his own thing, Ben has built his own platform. So I just want to I know you asked me my vision, but first is like, I'm happy that you guys got what you did out of being here. And I look forward to seeing where, um, how you guys grow exponentially from here. Um, as far as this channel now moving forward, it's, it's going to be a lot of, um, you know, <laughs> me talking about my adventures, what I'm doing, um, and, and, and re kind of rehashing it, um, with the audience. And it's been cool. Like the last few episodes, if you scroll back here, I've learned, I feel like you, you can learn a lot from yourself just by doing it. So I highly recommend even you, Ben, and other people listening to document your own journey in some way. I'd say even beyond journaling, I am a fan of journaling, but uh, it hits harder for me personally uh, on the podcasting and, and voice recording realm. So yeah, vision, that's it. I think that I want this channel to be like the top of the funnel. I've got a book coming out, I'd say within the next six months that I'm really excited about. And, and yeah, we'll see where it goes from there. Just going to keep hammering away. Sweet. So um, what can we know about the book? <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm doing my best to, you know, have the, you got to, you got to create mystery around things before <laughs> they come out. Right. So I'm going to, we're in the mystery uh, phase of the marketing, if you will. <laughs> uh, first of all, before I forget, I'll remind everyone, if you go to my website, carswell.io there's an opportunity to leave your name and your email there if you get on that list uh then you'll be kind of in the waiting line for the book and you'll get some cool updates along the way so uh multiplication is my my teaser word there's something about the beauty of multiplication that i'm going to extrapolate on when it comes to business and really just life um and that's like, that's the main focus of the book, different ways to multiply your life. I'll leave it at that. Cool. Well, um, from someone who hasn't, I guess, released or maybe hasn't finished a book yet, what advice do you have for someone who is considering writing a book? I think you already know what I'm going to say, right? <laughs> what? Just do it? <laughs> yeah. Like just get going <laughs> on it. Um, I have some people that I'm working with that have done this before. And that's been very helpful. Um, so if you can afford it, if you can swing it, I, I do, as I mentioned earlier, you know, paying to get to the next level uh, can help in many ways. So um, if you know someone who's like, I'm just trying to think if I was 21 again, I know I probably wouldn't, I'd be like, I'm gonna have to write this thing from scratch. Right. But I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Like you'll have it under your belt. You'll do that. You'll have, you'll, you can say I wrote a book or ebook or whatever. Um, there's something about being able to call yourself an author that I've noticed moves mountains for people, just like being able to be a podcast host. But I think it's, I think it hits harder when you're a podcast host and an author, which I'm technically not yet. And mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to seeing how my life multiplies once that day comes. So for you being, it's crazy to think, you know, 10 years younger than me, dude, like I would, I would just start writing something or document, like maybe voice recording it um, and then converting it to text or something. So you can say, I have a book or at least an ebook. I can't tell you what would happen, but I know good things would. Yeah. Even when I tell people that I'm thinking about writing a book or like I, I am writing a book, 
um even though i didn't have a title so far it's it's like impressive <laughs> you know, a really good book uh that a lot of people know called who not how that whole book was written through like a series of interviews to my knowledge so whoever wrote i think it was dan sullivan gets credit for writing it which i mean obviously he did but um it wasn't like he sat down to my knowledge and wrote out you know however many thousands of words i think he had a series of interviews with someone and then they turned it into a book it's so more like, than that they had benjamin hardy was the guy who he wrote the book and in the book it's ben hardy talking about how he wrote, is the who for dan sullivan because ben is writing the book for dan sullivan but from the voice of ben which is really weird because the author is dan sullivan it's just like it's kind of <laughs> but it's it just kind of show it's the the form is also the message which is the beauty of that which is something that plato does which make an analogy there <laughs> yeah. So my buddy, to my, I think, uh, Reed Goosens, who shout out to Reed. I know he just had his firstborn and uh, my oh, wife wow. and I, our, ours is on the way as well. I remember interviewing Reed on my show once. And I think he said he intentionally did the first 30 episodes of his show in a way that he could easily convert it into a book. Right, and I think right. he had a book. His first book was investing in the U S or something like that. So yeah. his uh, name of his podcast, right? Yeah. So there's, there's some ways you can, you can easily hack this ladies and gentlemen. Uh, MC Lobster does it too. Uh, the 22 best classroom niches was from his, uh, from his podcast interviews. And you know, who has written a lot of books that I completely forgot about is Richard Wilson. He mm. of family office club. I think what he does is he'll do a presentation or something like that. And, you know, basically have it converted to text and clean it up a, a little bit. <clears throat> but I think he's written like at least 10 books. Um, so yeah, there's multiple awesome. ways to do this. Become become if you can become an author, folks. From personal observation, it seems like it can it can only help you. And it's it's like another business card that you have too, right? You can hand someone a book or at least digitally send it to them. Yeah, <laughs> Hunter does that. He sends gives his book to everybody. <laughs> yeah, he's slinging that one out there. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Good move. Well, before we go, I want to make sure you got some time for the lightning round. So are you ready? Ready for the lightning. Let's do it. What's what superpower would you want if you could choose any superpower? I would go with flying. Awesome. Why's that? And being able to fly relatively fast too, not not only like twenty five mile an hour flying, like like we're talking hundreds of miles per hour. We're talking like we can get Japanese food from Japan and be back for dinner. <laughs> I didn't think about that, but yeah, we'll go with that. That's a good one. That is a really good yeah, one. That'd be great. So, what's your favorite book, or what's the one that's helped you the most? book that has helped me the most is this is i'm sure um people get stumped on this one all the time like i am right now <laughs> but uh i i'm you know what i'm gonna go with the first one that came to mind and i'm not saying this is my favorite book of all time if any many ways it probably makes me seem pretty basic but it is the one i read it twice and i was like i'm going this way i'm doing the real estate thing i'm gonna be an entrepreneur and that was rich dad poor dad i read that twice when i was 24 and I said, wow, I'm not, I don't want to work for the man for another mm -hmm. tw 20 years. And I quit my job shortly after. <laughs> awesome. Good stuff. Well, so what motivates you to continue every day? Family, you know, uh, fam family and friends. Again, I know it's another cliche, but there's a reason why it's a cliche. And, you know, my wife and I, we have my son do any day now, probably by the time someone's listening to this episode, he'll be born. And, uh, 
yeah i don't even know how to explain it the feeling of knowing that like <laughs> i have a new responsibility in my life that i'm very excited about um so yeah family and and just making sure that my wife is provided for protected and loved um that's what it's all about and then i have some really really good lifelong friends shout out to cleveland ohio that's where we're all from you know being able to create that environment for my son too where he has some roots somewhere and some lifelong friends we do love to travel here at the carswell household but um you know having a home base where where my son can live a, a life with good relationships somewhere to me is um important so yeah i think your question is what's driving me it's that and i got a really good one from tony robbins recently you know tony's the ultimate guru of the world right like everyone if you don't know tony robbins go look him up <laughs> but uh he's like i've been through all these phases of life where i had a new mo motto i had a new mantra i i'm this i'm that like whatever it is to motivate himself and now he's probably in his 50s or his 60s he's like you know what i boiled it down to one thing i just ask myself every day how can i help how can i help question mark period whatever like that's it i'm like wow if the goat has it boiled down to that i'm t i'm gonna adopt that one so that's yeah. it. That's awesome. Yeah. It's on that. It's something I think about a lot recently. It's like a lot of time, I guess when we're young or honestly, I'm sure at any point in life, you're thinking like working towards something. So it's like, Oh, I want to, you know, build this business. or I want to keep doing this so I can help people in the future with my, my wealth or my wisdom or my, you know, connections. But it's like, you can ask that question any day. And like the best time is now, because now it's the, the only time that really exists. So it's like, you know, asking this up, asking yourself now, it's like that satisfaction that you're hoping to get when you can help people in the future, you can get that same exact satisfaction for helping someone now. And um, I like to remind myself that every day and um, help anyway. That's why, I dude, that's why, that's why that's gotta be your book. I know you've talked about it. Maybe we're spilling the beans a little bit here, but a book called, if not now, when you write it at age 21, you, you give your, basically give yourself the green light to potentially mess up the whole book. And it's still good because it's like, Hey, I, I'm just doing what I told myself to do. If not now, when? And it'll probably yeah. be good. I'm just saying, even if it's not good, like that's you're setting yourself up for success by calling it that and writing it now, not later. So get going. Yeah, I know. It's like, I, it's like it ruins the book if I don't write it right now. Like, <laughs> I have to. I have no choice. Well, it just it I gives am. you permission to fail, which is like awesome. So, yeah. I mean, I am writing it. I guess I write in my journal every day. So it's there you go. supposed to be kind of a, recap of my experiences my thoughts and, uh, and whatnot so my two cents is like keep it simple don't kill yourself i think something less than 100 pages would be ideal like people people like quick punchy stuff honestly yeah sounds good well well yeah so much inspiration well <laughs> i guess the last question for you is what advice would you give to someone who wants to follow in your footsteps reach out um that's always been my model and you are an echo of that, the life you're living now, Ben, you're literally like, I just look at how much you've grown since knowing you <clears throat> and you're doing, I see a lot of myself in you. I, I reached out to the people that I wanted to be like, I pursued a relationship with, with them. Um, there's dozens of people along the way that I've reached out to that didn't get back to me, but the ones that matter did. And um, I would just say again, to you as a listener, if there's something I said that resonated with you and you want to get further connected um, I can be an inspiration to you in any way. It's where it starts. Like reach out. I'm happy to help. How can I help? Awesome. Well, since I put you on the spot, I want to give you a chance for revenge. So what's something you want to know about me? I want to know 
when this book is coming out. Yeah. Um, how can how can we hold you accountable? How can you hold me accountable? I say it's we because uh, we got people listening. So yeah, I know, I know. It's, <laughs> it's like just the fact that it's out there. It's uh, I feel I feel held accountable by my personification of the of the public or of you know of the people who who care about me. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to give myself any timeline, like necessarily a strict timeline, because I want it to be you know natural as it evolves in my mind. But um, I mean, it's the thing that I need to hold myself accountable to is writing in my journal every day and like you know, taking action every day um, and like, you know, keeping the filter of, you know, how can this help other people? Um, you know, as long as I keep that in my mind, I think it will come naturally and it'll be great. Yeah. Well, there you go. <clears throat> start, start, like st start small. You mentioned your journal. So it sounds like if you continue to journal probably for like what the next six months, then you'll have plenty of content to work with. So there we go. That journal better be filled out. Uh, I don't know, April fifth ish. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> it. That will be how I say accountable. I'll fill a journal in in six months, at least. Beautiful. Or yeah, if not if if not sooner. Yeah, if not sooner. <laughs> it be, that's the second book. <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought of the whole series already, but uh, don't want to get too ahead of myself. If not you, who? <laughs> there you go. And that's the other thing, you know. Always always keep in mind um, when you're looking at anything related to business, what is this going to look like for me 10 years from now, 20 years from now, instead of next year, two years, um, tomorrow, whatever, when you can look at things in decades, instead of days, your whole perspective changes, ask yourself, um, this one's helped me out a lot recently. Ask yourself, what would a billionaire do in this situation? If you're ever feeling stuck, I know it sounds a little bit silly, but it's so, so good. What would a billionaire do? And, um, uh, what's the last one I talked about decades in a day. Oh yeah. Um, it is possible to get a year's worth of work done in a month. I can say that now that I'm about to be a dad and it feels like, like every, every minute matters now. So, um, look at your months as years as well. Compress time, get there faster. My name is Adam Carswell. Thank you for tuning in to this interview. <laughs> thanks for having, thanks for coming on the show, Adam and everyone. Keep making milestones. Before you go, I just wanted to say thanks again for tuning in to another awesome episode of Real Estate Milestones. If you've been enjoying the show and you'd like to offer your support, please leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It's the best way to increase the show's visibility and help the message get out to a greater audience. I really appreciate your time and support, and keep making milestones. The information provided on this podcast is intended to be educational and informational only and is not considered to be formal legal advice. The listener should not take or refrain from taking action based on its content. Any listener in need of legal opinion upon which to rely in decision-making should consider formally engaging an attorney to review relevant facts in detail and examine the pertinent law as it applies to those facts.